Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, yo, Welcome everyone to the WWE Rundown. My name is Sal, I am your host, I am not Troy, and I am not Jason, but you may remember me from such rundown productions as WrestleMania Salvation. Or, Sal lost a bet. Tonight, I am not alone. I am joined by two stalwarts of the Rundown Network. Ginger is here. Hi. Oh, apparently Big Johnny's here, too. How you doing? How you doing, Big Johnny? Uh, hey, uh, you see my boss around? Did, uh, you, did you finish? Did you finish oiling up uh, Big Vince for the night? No, that's why I'm looking for him. Oh, man, you got to get more oil. Hit the bricks, Johnny. Oh, another $200 down the drain. <laughs> and joining us tonight, returning to the WWE Rundown, John is here. How you doing tonight, John? Uh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can tell by, by your face you're excited to talk about all the amazing, great wrestling we saw this week, right? Mm, I definitely... Uh... Uh, we'll 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 get we'll get to it. <laughs> we shall. How's everyone doing tonight? All right, a little riddled up, you know, ready to go. Ready to go, riddled up. I like that. That was nice. Surviving. Surviving. <laughs> hey, now I have a question. So, because Ginger, you're up in New Hampshire. I'm down in Massachusetts. John, you're over in Colorado, correct? That that is correct. Okay. What's everybody's weather like? You guys, you know. Starting to get into May. We getting like better weather over there. Is this old man talk time? Yes, it, it is. <laughs> it, it's it snowed this morning. Oh, oh fuck that, dude. But 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 it's gonna be sixty tomorrow. So see, okay. it's well, about sixty here. It needs to be about seventy because it's still fucking cold at night, and I hate it. Yeah, I I do like keeping a window open, like just cracked right above my head. Feels good. True. That's- yeah, that was old man talk. That's the, I, I got no fucking stories this week or anything, like, car-related, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually, you want to hear funny? Well, not really funny, but... So, my daughter uh, figured out how to, how to open the front door. Oh. We came, we came back from shopping. And, uh, I'm sitting there, dropping a deuce on my toilet, and... All of a sudden, I hear the door open, and I hear the door close, and I'm like, what's going on out there? And my son yells, 
Dad, Emma's outside. <laughs> I was like, what oh, the shit. fuck, dude? Is I've she never two? wiped my ass quicker in my entire life. And How old is she? Is she two? She's two. She's yep. two years yep, old. That was so it. She uh, she got out, and all of a sudden, uh, I ran outside, and I was like, where the fuck is she? Thankfully, she only made it to in between where my car is and my dad's truck is. Jesus Christ. I was like, what the fuck, dude? No. That is no yeah. bueno. It made me so fucking scared, though, like, because you never know. Now, did you have, like, the door locked, or was it just, like, a screen door, or, like... It was, it's my front door. It's, it's you know a front door and then a screen door, but the screen door doesn't have, didn't have the hitch on. Oh, so she was okay. able to push that open. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and yeah, thankfully I got her. She's all right, obviously, but yeah, that was scary as hell today. Not yeah. good. No, you know it's funny. I knew right away that she was two because I have three girls of my own. They're all a little bit older, but still, they were two at one point, oh and they all did fucking crazy shit when I had my back turned for one second. I was just like, I can't even take a shit, man. No. What are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> but I did feel bad, but, you know, don't do that shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking, it was fucking scary, but. Like when my when my littlest girl was was three years old, she took a toy and tossed it off her sister's head, nice. and like she was friggin' three and her sister was five, and yet it it left like a gash like on her forehead. Oh yeah, and I'm like, well, you should play baseball because apparently you got a wicked fastball. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. And the other one was fine. My yeah. middle daughter. She was fine. But she was, like, the the velocity at which she threw the toy at her at three years old. I'm so like... it cut her hard way. Yeah, pretty nice. much. <laughs> Clean, though. Just a little fucking, you know, just a straight, like, line. Not like a giant, like, gash. Or, you know, she didn't have, like, a dent in her head or nothing. Because... <sighs> but still... Yeah, and that's the same child that when she was like one and a half, she was sitting on my lap, and she jolted her head back and just clocked me right in the jaw to the point where I, I thought, I was like, I, I think she fucking just broke my tooth. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. She had no effect. She was just laughing. Oh, yeah. so I'm like... Kids are crazy, man. <laughs> Kids, you, this has been my explanation of, like, they're old drunk people. That's what children are. Old, drunk people. Fair. You never know what they're going to do or where they're going to fall. And they might shit themselves. Also, they might. <laughs> it's true. Oh, that is true. So. All right. Now, without Jason and Troy here this week, unfortunately, we're going to have to put a little hold on uh, what did Marty post. But. It's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll revisit that next week. Uh, we do have a couple of news stories. Nothing really major happened, but, you know, a couple of things we can talk about. Uh, so let's start off with the company that I do a show about. 
Uh, AEW. We'll go to AEW for this story. And it is about Ricky Starks. So, VoicesOfWrestling.com is reporting that AEW star Ricky Starks is out of action with a neck injury and could miss up to three months of in-ring action. Fightful.com added that Starks has a slightly fractured neck. I like how they put the word slightly. <laughs> uh, they could have said hairline fracture, but no, they decided to go with slightly, slightly fractured neck. Yeah. Uh, won't require surgery. It's believed that Starks suffered the injury during the April 21st edition of AEW Dynamite after landing on his neck from a German suplex by Hangman Adam Page. Starks is expecting to continue making television appearance while rehabbing the injury. So um, I saw the match that, uh, you know, that he got German, and it didn't look bad, but, you know, it doesn't always look bad. Sometimes you can fuck yourself up and... You don't even know it until you go to the doctors and have an MRI. One wrong um, way, and you can really fuck your shit up. Oh, no, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't like there was a you know, a, a point where you're like, oh, shit, we need to get him some medical help. No, he was up. He was bumping after that. Like, he was fine. He was running the ropes. Like, it was like he didn't miss a beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see the bump. I watched a clip, but it, I didn't see it. So I, I can't compliment on it. I didn't see a German suplex where he landed on his head, so I I, I didn't see it, apparently. It was an actual I mean, German, or was it something similar to a German? Like It was a German. Um, so here's what happened. So it, it did look kind of fucked up. The problem, and like I said to Adam when it happened, it was like he just no sold it mm-hmm. he <laughs> so it was a typical german from the corner and ricky was supposed to flip out like land on his feet mm-hmm. he didn't get his feet under him and he landed on his neck oh but be, he i think he was like more embarrassed than hurt initially mm-hmm. and he just no sold it and completely like charged at um hangman with a clothesline dropped him and then just went into the next spot mm-hmm. so like even the announcers were like it looked bad like the announcers reacted like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh but, jesus yeah to- total vic joseph but because ricky t- just completely no soul everybody's like oh I, g- I guess he's okay and i remember i said to adam like i hope he is because that might not even hurt till later because you're in the match you're doing your spots your adrenaline's flying wicked Probably later on is when it would it would hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so John, it sucks. John, you don't want to see anybody get hurt? Uh, no, no, I yeah. did not. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It fucking. I I didn't see anything that looked weird, but maybe I got to go back and watch it. But yeah, I'll I'll like find the video and I'll send it to you at some point. Mm. Um. But, you know, it sucks. You don't want to hear anybody getting hurt. Oh, no. Absolutely. Thank God, he, you know, good for him he doesn't need surgery because he, he's a young guy. You don't want to start with neck surgeries this early in your career. No, no. it'll be over real quick. I, so. I think I'd be okay if Reginald got hurt. But... Well, more on that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but, yeah, so good thing he doesn't need surgery. Unfortunately, he's not going to be in action. I guess that means more dynamite time for Brian Cage. 
I'm sure he must be thrilled. Um, considering he got that win over Hangman and then they did nothing to follow up. But, you know, whatever. It's not like I'm booking this shit. Uh, let's <laughs> I don't book this shit. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Next news story. Anybody else got anything to say about Ricky Stacks? Not really. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Next news story comes to us from one of our uh, childhood fan favorites. Oh, boy. Except for he's... Not exactly a child anymore. Um, sorry, I just got an ad playing. So, uh, <laughs> I apologize if you have to edit that out if we use my recording. All right. So, as okay, this one is regarding Jeff Hardy. As seen on the May 10th, 2021 edition of Monday Night Raw, Jeff Hardy lost to Matt. I'm not going to talk about the who because we'll get to that. Uh, Hardy has been appearing on main event in recent weeks, which has led to fans speculating about his status with the company. Mike Johnson of PWInsider.com noted the following regarding Jeff Hardy. We are told by a WWE source that Hardy still has a good chunk of time left on his deal. As he acknowledged last year, they had signed a new deal. At the time, PW Insider was told that the deal was in the three-year range. It could be a case where WWE is waiting for live crowds to return on a regular basis before pushing Hardy again. Um, but for now, Jeff Hardy is under contract and will be used as the company sees fit. <laughs> so he ain't got, everybody's thinking, oh, he's just going to fucking, you know, he's going to leave and he's going to go join his brother in AEW. Dude, Jeff's going to be an old man by the time this contract's over. Oh, wait, he already is. I was going to say, he's <laughs> kind of already there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was a big fan of Jeff Hardy back in, like, the, um, like, you know, the 2001 to 2005 range. I even watched some of his stuff in TNA. Um, I think I've seen one thing. The Sting. <laughs> I was going to say the Sting thing. Yeah, that that would be the one. Yeah. Oh, and God. and his garbage fucking personal title. Oh, the purple one. Yeah. He yeah, was immortal then. His belt was fucking ugly as hell. But he was the Antichrist of professional wrestling. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, uh, and that was 10 years ago. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hardy is old, and I feel bad for the guy, but, well, you know, you sign that deal. This oh, is yeah. going to be like, go out there and wrestle a main event. <sighs> Why not? What can you do? Uh, apparently, you can lose on Monday Night Raw in less than three minutes. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, anybody got anything else to say about Jeff Hardy? Uh, it's going to be a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in it for, my guess, two and a half to three years. Yeah. So, he's in it for... I mean, the guy's getting paid. He's already... He, he fucking has a shit ton of money, I'm sure. I would think. I would hope. And I would assume the company's doing everything to help him stay clean and sober, which is probably... Not the case if he went somewhere else. Well, I, no, I, I, I don't. I think he'd be able to do it by now. He's fucked up his life too much. I mean, I hate to say that, but he's had some serious fucking problems, and hopefully, he fucking learned from the last one. Some people just keep having those problems, though. You right. know what his That's... last one was, right? Uh, I've the last one I remember was like when he was like found like 
passed out somewhere, but there may have been yes. something since then. Okay. Oh, oh, because I thought it was the uh, when he broke sh- Elias' shoulder on Raw. Oh, oh, that was, you're that was the last David. incident, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the ambulance and Sheamus and oh, that whole fucking God. thing. <laughs> It's uh, hard to believe that like Sheamus like turned a corner after that and has been like one of the most consistently like entertaining people in the company. It's funny you say that <laughs> because I remember at that point being like Sheamus if he's better now because he's not in the tag team with Cesaro like in other words he's healthier um, doesn't mean I want to see him on my TV every week. Especially with that shit with Jeff Hardy. And then, after that, you're right. It's like, actually, he's not that bad. (laughs) Oh, man. The the feud with Drew fired him up. I think that was it. I think that was really the turning point. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. They figured out, like, he's really entertaining if you let him just beat the piss out of people. Yeah. And people Absolutely. fucking hit him back, and it looks great because he's super ginger, and you see every oh, yeah. little poke mark on him. That's true. So. <laughs> um, no, but even his promos haven't been bad. He's been, like, kind of witty, and, like, they I'm actually be, enjoying it. They might. Uh, maybe they would give him a little bit of leniency. He's been with the company for a while now. That's true. You know, he, his first, he's probably, like... Guys, it's been 12 years. I know how to fucking do this shit. Just let me do it. Just let me Don't do it. Don't fucking script anything. Just let me fucking do it. Yeah. So. I mean, isn't that what Roman did? <laughs> Either that or he hired a writer, because that guy's cutting some fucking amazing promos. Yeah, his name's John Cena. <laughs> I wish I had that drop. I know, right? Speaking of Roman... If no one has anything else, no, I'm 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 good. John, uh, no, no, I'm ready to jump into the shit. All right, then let's begin with the good, the bad. Let's start with John. John, what was your good this week on SmackDown? So I feel like we're probably all going to have like variations on the same good because there was one good through line on SmackDown and the rest of it was kind of garbage. But um, I'm going to focus on a specific part of it, which was I appreciated the fact that Seth Rollins' interactions with Roman were very different than what you get from like Roman when he talks to Jay. And it's sort of like framed him as being a little bit more on Roman's level, and I, I liked that that touch. Fantastic. I 100% agree. Um, I, I noted the exact same thing was that um, the way they did it was really nice because they didn't ignore the fact that Roman and Seth have a history. Mm-hmm. They addressed it right away and in, in I was wondering that because I'm like, you know, Roman was a very different person character wise when he was with the shield. So how would they interact? And what I liked is even though, like you said, Roman didn't talk to him like he talks to Jay, he still kind of kept his character because he's like, now I got to clean up your mess. You know what I right, mean? right. 
And and that one little like jab, but then he was like, which I do, that's what I do, and I will. <laughs> and it kinda <laughs> like it kinda like eased the tension, but like just that one little line I thought was like perfect because like Roman still stayed within what he's been doing the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really like that. And then, you know, like you said, we're probably all going to have a variation, but yeah, my good was, um, the whole story, the thread they put together with Jimmy Uso, I thought was really well done mm-hmm. because they bring him back, you know, everybody's all happy in the ring. And then he is out there trying to help, uh, Roman when, when Seth is fighting Cesaro so he's there, you know, he's in Roman's corner. He's there for the for the head of the table, but you know, somebody disrespected him, so he fucking cost Seth the match. And then afterwards he was like, Yeah, you're not gonna talk to me like you talk to my brother, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like they did that really nice, even right till the end where like Jimmy's having doubts, but we're not gonna see what's gonna happen because Cesaro's gonna get involved and We'll we'll keep it like as a question mark. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. It was Agreed. it was a one episode story. Roman yes. Roman in that the Usos never, anything involved with him is like the main story. So they gave it a little. It was like a side chat, a side quest in a video game, so to speak. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it was. It was just a little quick chapter, you know, and um. This was actually part of that was my good. Oh, I, I like the ten bell salute to Daniel Bryan's career, by the way. Oh my <laughs> god, I forgot. Uh, yes, I, I liked Roman trying not to crack during <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Paul Heyman was so good. It's like when he wants to, he just decides. Like tonight, I'm going to prove why they pay me. Yep. <laughs> I, I think it helps that he's in a different dynamic than he was with Brock for so long. Because 100%. every Brock match called for the same fucking promo. So it's like... Well, um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. When he was with Brock, it was... Not only was it boring, it was spaced out over the course of, what, fucking five years? Like, <laughs> right. every, every three months, you know, one of the big four pay-per-views would get a Brock appearance, and he'd be like, this is a spoiler, like... And, and and now he's branching out, and it's a and it's a very different dynamic, and I like it. Um, but I liked when he was like, "No, Mister Timekeeper, we don't need you, because just like everything else around here, we'll do everything ourselves." It's beautiful. Basically, the first like forty minutes, forty minutes of SmackDown yep. was fucking fantastic. Exactly how I felt. And then it fell off a cliff. Oh. Uh, Okay, before it falls off the cliff, anybody with anything else good on SmackDown? Oh, I have a few mentions. Uh, Bailey's tit window. It was perfect this week. (laughs) What would you think of Bailey's promo with, um, like, her promo battle with uh, Bianca in the end result? I mean, the... It's some of it feels like good. Like I feel like Bailey's oh, still yeah. good work. Yeah. Um, and I I also like the fact that she kind of appeared a little bit batshit crazy this week. Like her hair was all over the place. Yeah. And like... 
She's wearing like flannel. And like the the laughing thing was just it was what the same thing as last week. Yeah, that I. Could I was do like, with come that. on. And then, yeah, I, I don't think I like Bianca's work on the mic. I've never liked Bianca's work on the mic. I don't know. It's it's missing something. I know she. I'm so tired. EST is becoming more annoying than on. Oof. Duh. Fee. Ted. Um, it is because she's just. You know what it is? They're telling her, or they're directing her to um, make sure she mentions it three times during a promo. It's essentially a crutch. Like, you know, yeah. she doesn't really have much in the way of a character, so she just parrots that all the time. Well, the other problem is, though, she was a better... As much as, like, I had my issues with her in NXT sometimes, to me, she was a better character on the mic when she was a heel. This, like... I mean, part of that is because she's kind of cunty. So, like, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, the, the way she comes off is inherently unlikable, so yes. it's hard to buy into her as a face. Because whoever likes the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, when all they do is brag about it. Right. And, and But that makes a great heel. But, like, her playing this, like, I'm a good guy, and, and no, Bailey, you'll have to fight me to take this title off. It's just so generic. Doesn't work. <laughs> uh. Um, another mention and I the match between Cesaro and Rollins was fucking nice it was really good it was actually a little bit better than the Wrestlemania match I know and I was like wow this this match is fucking fantastic the fucking the rolling in the rolling around and then he gets him in the sharpshooter I was like whoa and then he fucking just shoves his face down and turns over it was fucking great um, now that you mention it, so after Seth got super kicked by Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. He goes back in the ring. Cesaro did this great, yeah. like, flip over to get in position for the neutralizer. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was really nice. It was kind of like um, when, uh, it, fuck, who the fuck did technical wrestlers when they go around them? Like, Angle yeah. did it. And that's what he fucking did, but he was on his fucking... Standing up, and he just did it real yeah. quick off his back. Took a second it, to adjust, which that's one thing that was pretty scary at the end. Um, yes, yeah, I was gonna say the 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 delivery seemed a tad off, but he did adjust it, and it, it was fine. Oh, but. I'm yeah. Well, it's because he was he wasn't on center with him. He didn't he didn't have the back of his head on his balls basically, and he needed to get <laughs> no. That's what it is. That's how you take that move. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just like a power bomb. When you get up there, it balls on the back of the head. Same with the pile driver. All that shit. So, that transition was cool, but the neutralizer is a shitty move. It's a Styles Clash. Which is also not a great... Like, they're both ugly moves. I, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't... <laughs> you know what the problem is? Both, both moves were kind of cool, like, ten years ago. But now it just feels like a flapjack. And it just takes so much setup 
for an underwhelming payoff. Like yeah. honestly, at this point, I'd rather see Styles do the do the forearm, even though it's maybe doesn't feel as impactful as a finisher should. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Well, well, to that point, I've always appreciated when Cesaro did the running European uppercut. Like, I thought that was a better move than the neutralizer. <laughs> Or when he throws him up in the air and then he hits him with the uppercut, like he pinned a couple people off of that back in the day. Yeah, I mean the corkscrew for uppercut. I'm sorry, corkscrew uppercut seems like it would be okay. Be a nice yeah. setup, but yeah, but match was fantastic though. Oh, I, I definitely liked it, and yeah, we we know Seth can do that, especially with someone like Cesaro. That's, oh yeah. Well, I mean, they you got to think of how many times they worked on the indies, too. Mm-hmm. They, made, they made Cesaro look fucking strong at the end of the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. No, they Jesus. absolutely did, and that's I, good, because you're going is, right into the pay-per-view. But oh, I wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. So you, you mentioned they made Cesaro look strong, but they still have the go-home this Friday. So I'm assuming Roman stands tall at the end of SmackDown? Uh, I think we get a face-to-face. It depend. It also depends on how the Jimmy stuff shakes out. Mm, that's true. They actually have me intrigued because they could do Jimmy versus Jay, or they could just put them, you know, together, and they could draw that out. Like, you know, which side is Jimmy on? And then he turns heel, and they celebrate, like, and then become a heel tag team again. I don't or, know, maybe. Or what? What? What if he like? This is never going to happen. But what if he costs Roman the belt? That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen, but I would love to see it. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome because then out of nowhere, Jimmy Uso is the main event. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, that would be kind of cool, though, because it would bring Jay back to, like, where he was in the fall, where it's like, well, what do I do? Do I do I side with my brother or do I side with Roman? Well, I mean, we're kind of there now in a way, but... It'll just more, honor- it'll put more emphasis on the story. I have a quick honorable mention good for, to Jimmy Uso for keeping a different haircut from Jay, so that I can more <laughs> easily tell them apart. Uh- <laughs> I'm look, I'm not against that. They're identical twins. All right, they've, they've also J- Jay's haircut is fucking terrible. But sure, but whatever it takes to differentiate yourself from <laughs> your brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. Ugh, yeah, I really don't have anything else for good. Well, John? No, no, I'm tapped out. So that brings us to our bad. So actually, John, you can start us off. Um. So this is just because I'm a mark for the Riot Squad, but why is Ruby Riot getting squashed by Carmella? Dude, that is a- what my, my my number one bad is that. Really? That was your yes. number one bad? Number okay. one. Like, Ruby Riot's really fucking good. No, she and, is. Always has been. And that match was not. And do we really need to build Carmella up for another, like, you know, go-nowhere title feed? Like, she just had one of those, like... The answer is no. No, we don't. Like, we, she was we don't... Sasha, but everybody else, she's just... Meh. I mean, and everyone's good with Sasha. <laughs> like, True. <clears throat> yeah. 
I'm assuming they're building Carmella up because let's say Sasha is taking time off or filming or whatever she's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you need people to feed to Bianca. Yeah. And the, she's, she's going to win her feud with Bailey, and then maybe you go to Carmella. Get, getting getting a win over, like, I know I just said that I I like Ruby Riot, but, like, it doesn't really do anything for you to beat Ruby Riot. Like, she, no, I know. She always loses. Like, Shout out that? to uh, Liv Morgan's outfit for SmackDown, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. she she she's always a smoke show, but yeah. Um, also, for some reason, her and Ruby were playing um, ass grab before the dude. Bell. <laughs> Caught that right? Yeah, full yeah, hard, yeah. <laughs> full hard. When I saw that shit going on, I was like, "Whoa!" I went back to watch it again because I was like, "Wait, I, I might just really be high." Did that actually just happen? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it it seemed like Ruby wasn't entirely expecting it. No. <laughs> oh no, she wasn't. No, Liv kind of got her on that one because she even she was Liv was doing everything she could to not crack up as she walked out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But no, you're not wrong. Did Carmella? Look, I've I really like the the princess from Staten Island thing. I liked when she was champ, but um, yeah, we're spinning our wheels on Carmella. This. Everything we do with her is just the same thing, and it just ends up being the same thing. You know, she's the pretty girl who kind of has an attitude, can't really wrestle, and at this point, they're never going to put the title back on her, so what do we do? <laughs> right. What do we do with her? What do we do? They don't know. I don't think they know what to do with her. If she's not with a Reggie or with a um, fucking James Ellsworth, they, they don't know what to do with her. <laughs> Big ass. Uh, I mean, they almost put her in a tag team if they didn't fire Billy Kay. Oh, my God. And, like, the part that makes me mad about the fact that it being Ruby is you're making Tamina and Natalia look strong and not (sighs) vice versa. Well, it's interesting you bring that up, and and I, I will transition that to my bad. But before I do, <laughs> before I do, I want to mention that there was a feud a cut just just about two years ago. I think it was the fall of 2019, where Ruby Riot had this blood feud with Natalia, right? Mm-hmm. And it was right after uh, Jim the Anvil Nighthawk passed away. Mm-hmm. So I, I get why. They did it. But the whole thing was, like, Ruby was getting TV time, and it was probably one of her first real feuds since being called up, and, and since, the at that point, the Ride Squad had, had kind of dissipated. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, okay, they're doing something with Ruby. Like, she's, you know, she's in a, this program with Natalia, and, and she's being awful during it. Awful mean, like, wicked mean and, like, super, like, heel. And, okay, I, I'm, I'm down for that. And then ever since that program with Natalia, they've done fuck all nothing with her. Even the storyline where Liv came back lasted like three weeks, and then it was like, we're a tag team again. <laughs> it's almost like they're booking it on the fly. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If they're booking it on the fly, how come Ruby Riot has to be the one that gets squish-squashed in under three minutes? And meanwhile, my bad this week... 
is Reginald versus Tamina. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, listen. At this point, I think even the youngest fans know that Reginald did Cirque, Cirque de, de Soleil. All right? He's an acrobat. He does all types of flippy shit. That's great. Good. Good for him. First of all, I'm very surprised that WWE has ventured into this intergender, you know, wow. area. Because they, they've they always refused to do it, uh, you know, save Harvey Whippleman versus Bertha Faye. But there were rumors a couple of years ago that they were going to start, like, doing it. And I always thought, like, if we're talking, like, you know, like Chris Statlander versus fucking Adam Cole, like, that would be awesome. Right, Candice Michelle versus Johnny Gargano. I mean, Candice LeRae. Wow, Candice Michelle, someone else. That was bad. Um, but instead, we get Tamina, who's look forget about everything involving her family. She's not entertaining. She's not believable. She doesn't wrestle that great her super kick is meh at best her splash sucks don't even get me started on her fucking splash and she's going against reggie and all reggie does is flip off the apron and then do cartwheels and it's like the fuck are we doing well here's my what the fuck This is a long one, so bear with me. Okay. Why the fuck is Reginald getting <laughs> getting a match with Tamina? This double negative does not equal a positive. This makes me frustrated because, as I will also discuss a little later, why this guy isn't getting TV time when Buddy Murphy is nowhere to be seen. Shinsuke Nakamura randomly gets put in a tag, 10-man tag team match just to get fucking jobbed out for absolutely no fucking reason. Uh, so those two people, they could be key parts of your show. And they have been... The, Murphy hasn't been seen in months. Shinsuke, we saw tonight. Or Friday. But we gotta get Tamina versus the dipshit that came from Carmella. This shit was pointless, non-entertaining, ended in a DQ, and quite frankly is insulting to your fans. But we should be used to that bullshit by now. This shit is un-fucking <laughs> real. Uh, do you think Tamina's like, I have tapes that you don't know about, Vince, that my father had in his basement? It's pretty you bad that talk to say him that shit. About that thing. And uh, if you don't push me to the moon, I'm going to release those tapes. Well, I mean, because why else would you push Tamina? What is entertaining about Tamina? Oh, and by the way, Natalia, who they love fucking pushing, just because they'll, you know, be able to get another DVD out of Bret Hart or something like that, right? Or maybe it's because of her husband backstage. I don't know. But Natalia, who they love pushing, is actually the background noise for this story. It really is all about Tamina. Like, even you hear it with Michael Cole, and, and they made fucking, oh my god, they made, um, who's the fucking color guy on, on uh, SmackDown now? Um, oh, uh, McAfee. McAfee. They made McAfee be like, oh, 
nobody throws a suplex like Tamina. And I'm like, stop! Why, why, why does he only speak in absolutes? Like, every, every, everything right. he says is like, this is the, the insert thing. Like, it's always, like, very definitive. Like, I, I'm saying this is the strongest example of whatever it is I'm describing. I don't know. Uh, fucking back it off a little bit. Things can just be cool. Yeah, uh, he's a little intense, and and I get it. He's gonna have to find his way, um, and kind of find his style. But I mean, he has the advantage of like having uh, debuted at the same time as someone who was actively fucking terrible. So you know, that's true. Um, well, uh, real quick, I just want to take a sidebar here. Um, <clears throat> does anybody know where Michael Cole's outfit is from from SmackDown that he was wearing? Big and tall? No. Um, no, like, what, 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 yes, what he, where he wore it before, or... I mean, he, I remember him wearing shit like that in the Attitude Era, but I don't know of a specific, like, the, re- reference point. But. The exact reference point is WWF WrestleMania, the arc, uh, WrestleMania for N64. That's the same exact color, scheme, and everything that he fucking wears in that game. Hilarious. That's true, but he, I mean, obviously that came from him wearing it on SmackDown and Raw, but oh, yes, yes, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> hilarious that they were like, all right, we want you to go throwback. We want you to look like you're fucking trying to be a 20-year-old in a 60-year-old's body. Well, that being said, I was very disappointed, actually, by Michael Cole. I, I expected better from him. I expected the Frosted Tips. Oh, my God. Just saying. God, dude. And the, and the little soul patch underneath his fucking... If he doesn't do that one more time... He was, like, full goatee back then. He was full goatee, but sometimes he'd just have a triangle. Yeah, he just had the (laughs) fucking flavor saver. Ugh. Um, Yeah, you know what? We didn't even talk about it. And it kind of... I don't know if it's good or bad, but, uh... Yeah, SmackDown went old school on Friday night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Throwback. Throwback. I I had many, many issues with the presentation. Uh, Uh... the what did you like wh- about it? Let's start with that. Ah, uh, well... And I'm done. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. So, I... If you're gonna go throwback, you have to commit, okay? I do like the fact that they at least acknowledged the fist. But yep. they didn't have the fist. I want the fucking fist. In my rectum... So far, <laughs> I I had an issue. Here's with our the fact episode that, title. That all of the presentation shit was like, uh, all of those touchstones were taken from things that predated SmackDown. Yes. Okay. Like, so that, that was that was my issue. That was my biggest issue, and and I understand it wasn't their idea to do a throwback episode. It was Fox, so I get it that they were gonna half-ass it, but, um. Yeah, all of the graphics were from, like, Saturday Night's Main Event circa 85. I know, dude. Like, SmackDown. And SmackDown <laughs> debuted in 99. And we yeah. kept seeing highlights, like, oh, the very first SmackDown ever, not the pilot, the actual episode one, where The Rock fought Triple H and Shawn Michaels as a special referee in 1999. And yet you're showing us graphics. <coughs> and I, I will say, um, me and Troy have recapped that episode quite a while back, so check out the archives, everybody. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was fun watching that show. So that's the thing, though. Like, 
you took two eras and you just kind of threw them together. Yeah. Everything is 80s graphics, but yet SmackDown debuted in 99. Okay, uh, you know. Um, I did appreciate the clips, though, because, um, you know, I, I love that spot where Michaels kicks Rock off of the people's elbow. Um, I didn't as far as I know, the only person to a uh, special guest res- referee in booty shorts, but... Bars, you know. <laughs> I'm sure Stephen Richards did it before. Uh, that actually sounds sounds like it would be a thing, but... Um, I liked seeing Brock and Big Show go through the ring the first time. I didn't like it when they replayed it 17 times, but still, that was fine. That was fine. <laughs> I knew they were going to play the John Cena one. That fucking... Of course, they do, they do it for every single SmackDown special episode. Yeah, man. Gotta um, shit. You gotta plug it, brother. But, uh, yeah, throw, Throwback SmackDown was... As far as it being throwback and bringing up feelings of nostalgia, it was okay. Ico Pro. <laughs> ice cream bars. I was I fucking popped huge when they played the ice cream bar commercial. That's true. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Ico Pro, do you know that like the balls on fucking Vince McMahon? He was promoting Ico Pro in '94. Okay, in fucking May of '94. Because we were watching an episode of a title subject to change. And that's like during his steroid trial. And he's just like, fuck you, assholes. I'm still going to promote that shit. <laughs> uh, John, what was your what the fuck for SmackDown? Uh, my what the fuck was 10-man tag. Baron Corbin gets the pin. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. That was actually also my what the fuck. Um. I will give an honorable mention as far as good goes to the promos they cut, like each five man team, because it felt like a Survivor Series. Throwback. From like the 80s. Yes. That's why it was throwback, dude. I actually enjoyed that too, and I thought Apollo Crews did fantastic on his. With 100%. we have King Corbin, da da da, and then we have. And I, this is the <laughs> like I was like oh shit. So, yeah. Oh my god, no, that was good. Yeah, that I, was really I will good. say they did a very good job with that. And then Big E doing like the preaching, and then Shinsuke saying he wanted to smoke. It was oh. it was good. It, it it entertained me that portion. Also, the fucking street profits were like, oh, the the birthday boy Kevin Owens, and he was like, yeah, it's my birthday, and they were like, ah! <laughs> no, I I really enjoy the promos, and then the match happened, and I was like, this is torture. This is the most garbage, generic, paint-by-number shit that they do in every single 10-man tag. We got a finisher parade, and the finisher parade ends with Corbin? Corbin's not even in the IC title picture. What the fuck are we doing? Dude, I I said the fucking same thing in my notes. I said, the dude's not even in that picture. Why have him pinned Shinsuke unless they're going to throw it into a six-way feud, but... That's oh, probably, no, 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 please don't. That's, that's probably what's going to happen, but it's like, what the fuck? Uh, quick shout-out, yesterday was Sir William Regal's birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Ah. Happy belated, but anyways. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, except, do you think Kevin Owens just did that frog splash just for the hell of it? Off the Probably. apron? Oh, that looks... Oh. <laughs> it, <laughs> I gotta say, it looked great. 
It looked fantastic, but it looked like it looked Sammy was like, fucking oh. fantastic. But both of them look like they just fucking somebody just kicked their ribs in. Like, yeah, like, oh, I, oh. I immediately regret this decision. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand it, um, and I hope they don't make the IC title picture a six-way feud, because guess what next pay-per-view is, or coming up very soon? Money in the bank. Which means that all six of those people are going to be in Money in the Bank, or at least four of them will be. And then, you know, this transitions from an IC title feud to a Money in the Bank fucking preview? No, please don't. For the love of God. But I have a bad feeling you're correct, because why else would Corbin get the pin over Shinsuke? Yeah, it made no fucking sense. They have done fuck all. So. (sighs) It's amazing that the same company that puts the detail, the time, and the story into Roman stuff. Different writers. Yeah, I swear he probably hired his own personal. Maybe Heyman's writing it. Fuck. (laughs) Wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. He's he's written some good fucking shit back in the day. So So he's like, just let me fucking do my thing, please. I won't ruin it. Just let me do it. Maybe they did. Maybe they trusted him. But. uh, Was there anything else for SmackDown that I had? Not that Um, I can think of. I mean, I watched the Hulu version, so I don't know if there was anything like I missed that was unimportant. <laughs> I I don't think they cut anything from Smith, <clears throat> which is good. Mm. Um, they do play some stuff out of order though, because for a while I was like reading the recap or like following the recap as I was watching it, mm. and there would be like a backstage interview that was like at a different point. But hmm. other than that, you're right. I don't think they've cut too much. They, they cut a lot from Raw. The thing that always annoyed the shit out of me when I was watching it on Hulu, Raw and Hulu is that they never fucking cut the recap packages. They would cut, like, actual, you know, story developments. Mm-hmm. What? Just, like... Because Hulu doesn't know how to cut it. And even if the WWE is submitting it to them, they're just like, whatever to get it under two hours, pal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's just taking the time to, like, review what's being cut. He's just like, just fucking make it happen. Alright, so speaking of Raw, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Gentlemen, when I agreed to be on the show tonight, um, I had not watched Raw yet, and then I started (laughs) watching Raw, and I was like, I immediately regret this decision. Mm. Because it was tough to find this week. I I believe you texted the group and said, do I have to finish this episode of Raw? Yeah, I was like, I don't want to, I changed my mind, I want to finish it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was very difficult to find a good this week so um, I'm going to defer to Ginger Okay, Ginger what was your good how are we going to make friends if you keep doing stuff like this bro <laughs> now when he <laughs> said that line and, my, and mind you he said it off mic too which made it even better I kind of raised my eyebrow like is he going to RKO him now but he was like yeah, it's just like the grumpy old like. Like if there was a Simpsons character for Randy Orton, <laughs> that's the exact same reaction it would have. Dude, this it would just is... be like, nah. No, I think they're gonna pull the swerve, and I think Riddle's gonna turn on Orton. I don't think he, you know what this is gonna sum I... up. 
I don't think either of them are going to turn. I think they're going to get the belts. Yeah, I think they're going to be one of the funniest tag teams, and they're going to have the, the run with the belts over the summer. So they're trying to have a fucking another Pete Dunne and Marital. Yep. Kind of, yeah. The more serious guy, and then you have the goofy guy. And then when I look at what they did with um, the way they handled Orton's interactions in that match with Omos, I'm like, 100%. They're gonna. That's who's gonna take the belts off of Omos and AJ. It's gonna be fucking Orton and Riddle. Now, hopefully, the bulk of that is gonna be AJ and Riddle. And the reason I say that is because I did not like Randy Orton backing down from Omos. I get it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, Orton's seven. not stupid. He's not gonna charge towards the big tall guy that's beating everybody up. Right. No, and I totally get that. But at the same time, um. I'm gonna have more to say about almost in just a little bit, so we're gonna we're gonna table that for now. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, that was my only good from, from Rob. Okay, John, what was your good? <sighs> my good from Raw was that rather than being like aggressively terrible, most of Raw was just boring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you say that, but uh, and the, there was no Miz TV. No, there was. Miz no. was on TV, which was a problem, but he didn't sure. have his talk show segment, which was good. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Um, wait, so your good from Raw was that it wasn't. It was simply just, boring. It was just boring. Yeah, it wasn't like, offensive this week. It was just like, hard to be. Hard to <laughs> I mean, there were there were offensive bits, but it was not as uniformly like awful as it usually is. It was just like lacking consequence and i mentally checked out of a lot of it but all right so i i actually have i was able to find two goods from raw okay one they scripted one completely unscripted i want to go with the unscripted first and i respect and appreciate the way the ref handled uh what happened with umberto carrillo yeah oh that's fair um you know for those who didn't see it Carrillo's fighting Sheamus. Uh, he goes for a sunset bomb over the ropes onto the outside, and it just... He doesn't land any way that he should. It's like his knee, his leg get twisted when on the landing, and then Sheamus just lands all his weight on him. It was it looked really bad, and the, the scariest part was, was that Umberto looked like he had no movement in his feet for a second. He had no movement in his legs. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Because, like, it, it, it was, like I said in the feed, I think it was either tailbone or it was fucking hip dislocation because the way his legs just f- went apart and down, I was like, oh, shit. It yeah. looked fucking gross. It looked really fucking bad. I'm, I don't know how. So they are saying, they did come out with a small report saying he's okay, I guess. Thank God. But... Yeah, that was fucking scary, man. But the ref, I think the ref thought he was selling at first. Yeah. And then the ref hopped out and was like, oh, oh shit, no, I'm calling it off, I'm done. Yeah. And that was the right call. Oh, yeah. You don't want and to And then Seamus, Seamus, I'll give Seamus all the credit in the world because, um, you know, he played his part correctly because he sold on the floor too. Yeah, and he like turned his body towards him. And got yep. his head right by his belly and was talking to him. Yep. And like, but out. I mean, even after the re- even after 
the ref waved it off. Mm-hmm. The character oh, yeah, he like stu- stumbled like and right. was definitely selling the. Uh, and that's smart because the character Seamus wouldn't take a referee stoppage. The character would continue to kick the shit out of him, Prado. Yes. But because he sold like he was also fucked up, it made sense that he just like backed away and just like left. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought I thought that was really done, done really you know safely, and I'd rather see that. I'd rather have them stop a match. Oh, that that yeah. match was was shaping up to be my good until that happened. Oh yeah, they were on their way. That was really good. Um, the only other good I have, and it's it's not. It's like not I get it. Good. But <laughs> it, it's okay. It, it's fair to Midland. So they actually did put some time and story into the set into the Cedric Alexander and Sean Benjamin match. A little bit, yeah. Because Cedric is, as he should, as the young lion should, kicking the shit out of Shelton mm. for the majority of the match. And they told a very nice story where, because of his own arrogance, it cost him the match. And, now, that's how, do I, and that's how he kind of was being in the Hurt Business as well. Yep, I remember so. that. He was being a fucking little arrogant prick and Bobby and Sean were getting sick of him. But that, like, also, like, it feels disjointed because he was like that. And then, like, they didn't really address it. It just stopped. Right. And then it just came back. Sure. And, like, it didn't feel like it organically fell off or that it organically built back up. It's just like, oh, they're cool now, and oh, by the way, we're bringing back this dynamic from December. True. Well, that's why I said it's a fair to middling thing, because, yes, like you said, it. The, you can't just flip a switch with something like that. It should be a, a natural progression. But I do appreciate that in this type of fucking match, where both guys could go, you know, 90 seconds and... Cedric just wins and it's there's no consequence. <laughs> I do appreciate that they told a story. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing I could find on Raw that was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, man. <sighs> wow, I never. I mean, no, I, I can't say I never realized it was this bad, but I will say <laughs> that I constantly think like it can't be as bad as last week, right? And then somehow it's usually worse, and I'm like, wow. 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 So speaking of which, I want this should be a very hot topic. Let's go to our bad. John, what was your bad for Raw? Everything that involved the women's division. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. I fucking I hated the Alexa Bliss thing. I didn't particularly like the match that 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 it interrupted. I don't really like what they're doing with Rhea and Asuka and Charlotte. Like, none of it is landing for me. So let's start with the six-woman tag match. Um, Talk about pairings that make no goddamn sense. (laughs) Asuka and Mandy and Dana have had, like, zero interactions ever. Um... And then Charlotte and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, who, by the way, that storyline, you know, the whole Shayna and and Nia thing is so red hot that it actually got cut from the pay-per-view, and they're showing it on SmackDown this week. Womp womp. (laughs) Womp womp womp. But, okay, so yes, I I hated the six-man because it was like, I don't care. Or the six-woman, rather. 
And then Alexa comes out, and let me get this straight, because this was both in my bad and my what the fuck. <laughs> um, Shayna loses a match by secret voodoo doll? Is that what went here? That's what it seemed like. Because uh, all of a sudden her knee started hurting, and then she was like, ow, ow I, I can't walk anymore, my knee doesn't work. Oh no. And then Alexa's just laughing on the stage. And then we go back and forth and we cut between Alexa laughing and Lily laughing and the other six women near the ring looking stupid. And then we cut back to Alexa and then six stupid women. And then Alexa. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? That was the. That's when I texted you guys. That's when I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> this is. Like, as bad as fucking people thought that Bray was, well, when he wasn't there, right? When, when after he got set on fire, and then we had all these stupid segments with Alexa and Black Oil and all that other stuff. As bad as that was, this is way worse. This is way fucking worse. Is she going at Charlotte? Is she going at Shayna? If she's going at Shayna, why pick a fight with Shayna? Nia's just going to eat you. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't understand at all. And if we start doing voodoo stuff where, like, Alexa touches the doll and then, like, somebody's like, oh, my arm! Like, I'm... I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> done with the women's division and, and on Raw. I would have appreciated it if during the match someone had stopped and said, is that a fucking swing set? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the other thing. So, like, the music starts playing, but nobody saw the swing set being set up beforehand. <laughs> no. <sighs> Clearly, it just appeared. Um, as far as Asuka and Rhea... It... They just don't seem to have great chemistry. And it doesn't really hold my interest, is the problem. Like, eh. Everybody's like, oh, uh, Charlotte's, you know... And I'm not saying anything bad about Charlotte's. She's fine, okay? But um, part of my bad was Sonya Deville has, you know, for the length of her main roster career and most of her NXT career, she's been portrayed as a badass. She's a fighter. Um, and now she's in power, which is fine, but you know what she's not? She's not a McMahon type of manipulator. And that skit that they did backstage where she's like, you know, I somebody told me about this great idea, and it was for you two to fight tonight. And then Rhea's like, was it Charlotte who told you? And she's like, oh, I can't tell you who told me. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that to Sonya. Don't try to make her Stephanie McMahon, because that's not her strength. Like, that's not her, her acting well. Like, she can't play a shitbag, sneaky, like, um... What did I fucking put? Um, authority. Like, shady type of character. Mm-hmm. She's, not, she's not Paul Heyman. Don't make her do that character. Because it just doesn't fit her. And it doesn't... And plus, the way you're writing her is making it sound like, yes, she's in Charlotte's pocket, but she's also like, I don't know what you're talking about. Totally didn't get the idea from Charlotte. Like... Playing stupid. It's yeah, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> um, 
Ginger, what was your bet? Why is Elias and Riker on my TV weekly? So they can throw tomatoes. Next question. No. Uh, you actually have talented workers that aren't being used, and these two see TV weekly, and it's just fucking ridiculous at this point. And as a tangent off of that, how are you going to make a four-man team where Elias is the second-best wrestler? That's fucking hard to do. Well, they did it. And Oh, my it. God, they did. I just had to add it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that was my bad. Is um, almost can squish a tomato. Really impressive. But apparently he can't wrestle or really move when he's in that ring. Because there was a point, and I think it was towards the end of the match, where... Almost looked like he had no idea what the fuck to do. It's going to happen. <sighs> like, um, I think Woods had gone to the outside and almost was just left in the middle of the ring. And he was just like, uh, I'm going to look mean because I don't know what else I should do. It was a good 10 seconds of standing there just <laughs> not knowing what to do. <sighs> um, and when did Jackson Riker start rocking a scarlet? Because he... That, more than a bald spot at this point. It's starting to go all around, and I'm like, wow. I didn't realize how fucking uh, old I, he looked. <laughs> I think it happened while he was off TV. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Holy shit. That guy looks terrible. Fuck, I remember Gunner in TNA, and Gunner was, like, really good. Well, not really good, but he had a good look. This dude, I don't know. I don't fucking know. And, yeah, like you said, Elias. Why the fuck? What were they doing with AJ Styles at the end of that? Where Dude, they would oh, that's that was, another that thing on my shit. list. What the hell are the New Day doing shit. to AJ at the end? Oh, and by the way, AJ is like, I mean, almost is like, oh, make me mad. Oh, don't don't swing my friend like he's a fucking seesaw. <laughs> what the fuck? AJ Styles. This is what we're doing with AJ Styles now. Yeah. He's the joke. That almost has to come and save every time. Yeah, man. Gotta build that new Appar talent somehow. App apparently, if you hang around uh, almost for long enough, you also forget how to wrestle. So Apparently. Uh, also, they they fucked themselves so bad with almost because this entire match, they don't know how to make him have a regular match. Mm -hmm. He can't take anyone's offense because then he doesn't look as strong anymore. Yeah. And he can't just dominate everybody because then it would be a two-minute match. So he spends the majority of this tag team situation on the fucking apron. Which is fine, though. I mean, if he's on the apron, it's less shit he has to do. But at the same time, it's like, so he's another great colleague. Yes. See, my issue is not that he's, like, on the apron. My issue is that it's glaringly obvious that he's not good, he doesn't know how to wrestle, and because they booked him like this unstoppable monster, they don't know what the fuck to do with him when he's in there with like a guy like Randy Orton. They fucking pinned him in the corner. They, yeah. They pinned themselves in the corner. That's what they Nobody do. can ever do any offense to him because it, they've built it that it's, it's not believable. I mean, so. eventually we'll get to that point, but... Yeah, but that's why you have Randy Orton exit the ring, because you don't know what the fuck to do with your 14-time world champion against this newbie. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here 
There's a couple other bads I've had I had on Raw. <laughs> um, Drew Gulak is apparently a little bitch. Who gets Rose stuffed up his ass? Which Adnan Verk is that his name? Adnan Verk. Uh, he sucks. So he, he, he sure. does. But he was like, you know, last week. Uh, um. He got he got that rose shoved down down his down his butt. I'm like, first of all, nothing goes down your butt. Well, I mean, unless you're taking a dump. But it was just like you can say he got that rose shoved up his ass. You know, that's because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, I wasn't on last week, but I was horrified that that's what we were doing with Angel Gaza. I was like, wow. Listen, I understand that they get TV time, <laughs> but book them in something that's not shoving roses up people's asses. And this week it wasn't even a match. This week it was a photo shoot with the threat of shoving it down his throat now. Yeah. Is that going to be the next thing? Are we going to shove the rose in Gulek's mouth and kick him in the face? I thought it was throat to anal was the proper, <laughs> proper order. Ugh. And then my other bad was um, we're just we're just gonna go through all the classic tropes with with Drew and and Bobby and Braun, right? Like, hey, me and you should like gang up on Drew, and then we can fight each other after we take him out. Yeah, man, that sounds like a good idea. Like, oh my god. Well, yeah, man. Any other recycled fucking shit you want to do before we get to this match on Sunday? (laughs) Goodness gracious. Thankfully, they won't have the opportunity, but... I will say the spear or the power slam instead of through the table, through the barricade, was was okay. Like, at least that was different. Yeah, I didn't mind that, but it's... Braun! Like I said, Braun ruins everything. Fucking everything. Alright, let's move on to the what the fuck. Uh, Ginger. Oh, thank you. Out of all stipulations that you can choose, you choose a fucking lumberjack match? That's my what the fuck. Thank you. A- that was mine as well. Okay, so a cage match, a no count on match, a no DQ match, a false count anywhere match, a Maurice on the pole match. All of these matches sound more interesting than a fucking lumberjack match. Dude, even Adam Pierce was like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already didn't care about the match, and then he said it's going to be a lumberjack match, and I'm like, okay, piss break, cool. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it, dude. Like, all this match is for is for Priest to dive onto the crowd of people. Yep, all this match is for, hundred percent. And I'm assuming he gets in a fight with somebody outside, and then that's his next feud. Possibly, but we'll see. Depends on which jobbers are out there. Well, that's the other thing. He was like, grab everybody from Raw, SmackDown. I don't care. Grab everyone. And I'm like, uh, Otis, Chad Gable, <laughs> Corbin, probably the Lucha House Party, who they ran a fucking gimmick for. Like, uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> Dude, if you're going to run anything for the Lucha House Party, do it when they debuted like four years ago. <laughs> They never did it then, and then all of a sudden now they're like, let's put some time and effort into them. And I'm like, dude, you are way too late. 
you could tell you could show them on video fucking in an action movie killing terrorists and I'm still not buying into them. <laughs> it's coming this summer. The Lucha House Party. Uh, it, I mean, you wouldn't buy into it because Grand Metal Lake would botch it. So that's yeah. just true. Yeah. And I like Lindsay Dorado. He's really good, but you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we're doing graphics and video package for the for the Lucha House Party. That in itself is a what the fuck. Um, John, I mean Ginger, anything else for what the fuck? Uh no, that that just really that really fucking irked me. John, what was your what the fuck? My what what the fuck was also that like oh, yeah, I all can't three, yeah. oh yeah I all can't three of us. I can't think of a single off the top of my head a single lumberjack match that hasn't been boring, and this feud is boring. And slap that together, and it's just a recipe for, like, worst match on the card. Yeah. Minus no, I, five stars. <laughs> I, I was um, a little bit surprised, because I read the headline before I watched Raw, and it was like, Priest wins, picks Lumberjack match. And I go, <laughs> was there some type of schmoz on Raw that caused him to want a Lumberjack match? Nope. Not even a little bit. Nope. Yeah, I was wow. disappointed. But then again, it's Miz. I mean, I, I appreciate that every stipulation can be justified with "I don't want him getting away, so I'm going to pick this." Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, so count sure. anywhere. Cell, I don't yes. want him to be able to escape anywhere. Right, like that—that that justification was used for a cage match. Like, I think Braun like picking the cage match against Shane. It was the exact same fucking justification. Now, this doesn't... F- now, I, I know that when people hear this, they're going to try to twist it on me, but this doesn't fall into my good, bad, or what the fuck, but it is a, a topic of discussion from Raw, and that is Eva Marie. Um, it's evolution. I'm sorry, excuse me, evolution. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on the return and subsequent uh, vignettes from Eva? Um... Right? I'm not going to hate it until they've I left, see it. They've left no impression on me. I could not tell you what she said. I know she was lying on a car. <laughs> so, much to the disbelief of many people, I don't hate Eva Marie now. I kind of did back in NXT. I don't hate her now. She's been gone long enough. She returns. I'm fine with it. She, def- she definitely has a smoking body for everybody who's like, you don't give her credit for how pretty she is. Her body is smoking. Her face is alright. Not really my thing. I prefer someone <laughs> like I prefer someone like Scarlett. But my issue with Eva Marie, and it's not even that much of an issue, because I'm willing to see how it plays out, is not. didn't we just do this with Carmella? I mean, it didn't work, so might as well try it again, right? <laughs> How many times are we going to try the um, Emelina? socialite influencer likes to take pictures in bikinis gimmick? But it's an emolution. Yeah, I was just going to say that. They first started it with Emma, and then I thought they did the exact same thing with Carmella. In fact, everybody in the who before you saw Carmella's face, they were like, It's Eva Marie! Eva Marie's back! don't think that's the same person. They're a little bit different size than Eva Marie. Because um, Eva Marie's taller and like 
like fitter. Like Carmella's still very good shape, but Carmella's like skinnier and smaller. So like it, it didn't match up. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm willing to see. My only problem is like some of the stuff she was saying. Is she gonna try to be an influencer? Is that her gimmick? Like a social media like socialite? Like LL Cool J at WrestleMania 31? No, I was thinking more like Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton. Oh God, please no. That's but isn't that kind of giving you those vibes? I mean, I, I can't really say. It, she's just taking pictures. She's a model. She's a model taking pictures. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, uh. She's a super role model. Oh, I think <laughs> I think Bailey and uh, you know, she's gonna have to say something about that. It's okay because she's on Raw, so yeah. they can they can you know. True. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I don't know. The jury's still out. I'm not hating it. I'm not uh, not loving it. Um, and I hope they don't try to just copy Bailey's role model gimmick. So. Oh no no, they ain't gonna do that. Then again, know, you never know. Like three times. <laughs> but no, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's wait to see if she picks a fight with anybody because Lord knows. All we can do in this company is play vignettes. We can't actually, like, start anything. Her first feud is going to be Alexa. <sighs> so, is Alexa going to come out with a mask when she fights and she's going to become Lily? Or is she going to treat Lily like Al Snow treated Head? Well, oh, shit. That's it, isn't it? Well... That's gonna be it because they're winning the tag team cha- the women's tag team championships. Just to let you know, Alexa that's not a prediction. That's <sighs> a spoiler. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me Alexa and the Doll are going to yeah. win the tag team? Yes. Ooh, man, that's that, a whole other level of bad. That wow. that would that, that it would be impressive that they would manage to figure something out to make the the women's tag titles even worse than they have been for the last well always i mean to be honest that would be some historic shit because that would actually um outplay the the worst tag team title reign of all time which was braun Strowman and nicholas <laughs> right somehow they actually could make it worse by having a doll carry the title yeah i'm telling you it's gonna happen oof see i was just thinking like she was going to come down to the ring with the doll, just like Al Snow, kind of wave it above her head, and then, like, when the referee's back turned, just, like, hit somebody with it and then, like, pin them. You know, because the doll has, like, a brick in them or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I'm what ar- doing with Alexa and her fucking doll. I'm, I'm over that shit. Mm-hmm. Also, way to break go. Uh, he cut a promo once. He did, and he was yeah. like, we're going to go back to where our real friends live. I'm like, what? Are you going back to the swamp? That, I would, I would, I'll take it at this point. Fucking yeah. Swamp Bray at least had interesting matches. I'm not, look, I, they went too far with The Fiend, but originally I did like the gimmick. Like, for like the first year, I thought it was like but really cool. The matches were never good. Mm. Like, except for the one with Daniel Bryan, and that's because it was with Daniel Bryan. He always works good with Daniel Bryan. They had a match a few years ago before he fought Cena at WrestleMania 30. 
with Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble, and it was really good. Yep. But, but yeah. yeah. The feud with Seth was fucking hot trash. Uh, Most of that was babyface Seth. Uh, the match was also bad. True. That's true. And then, the, obviously, like, everything kind of fell apart when Goldberg <laughs> happened. So, Goldberg 100% fucking had a good hand in killing the whole gimmick. Um, I didn't even mind the Orton shit until we started setting people on fire and then pretending that they were, like, still alive while they were burned. I don't know. I never understood why The Fiend gave a shit about titles. Like, I felt like his character should have existed parallel of the title scene. No, you're not wrong. All right. So I got nothing else to say about that fucking shit show that was Raw. Nope. But But this Sunday, they're deciding to do another WrestleMania, boys. Mm -hmm. That's right. For the first time in the history of Backlash, this Sunday will be WrestleMania Backlash. Ooh, it's special because they put WrestleMania in front of it. Yeah. And because they're going to do WrestleMania Backlash, we have our predictions poll up on the website. Go to rundownwrestling.com. Because we all are going to do that right now. We're all going to bring up rundownwrestling.com, and we are going to submit our predictions. So I'll give everybody a chance to go ahead and do that. And let's start off with... I, I'm going to... No particular order here. This is in no particular order. This is exactly how Troy posted it on the website. Triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Champion Bobby Lashley defends against Drew McIntyre and Brown Snowman. Oh, it says Bobbert Lashley. That's even better. Ginger, who you got? Bobby Lashley. John? So, this is actually the one match that I was back and forth in terms of, like, what what I wanted to pick. Everything else, I think, is more or less a slam dunk. Uh, but this is going to sound dumb, but I think they're building towards building Jinder up to face off against Drew, and I think Drew's going to pick it up. Oh, we didn't even talk about Jinder. Oh, my God. I completely forgot to talk about... Well, not just Jinder, but he... he um. He has new backup. That's not the. That's not the Singh brothers. Why? Why does he always have backup that looks less physically impressive than him? That's true. Well, because then they can't outshine him. Like, look, uh, hello, Batista, Evolution. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah. So, Ring Crew and Maple Syrup. One of them got replaced. Yep. Oops. That's what happens when you fucking snap pictures and put it on your social media. Keith Lee winning the title. Idiot. Uh, I don't hate Ginger right now. I'm sorry. I definitely don't hate Ginger. I don't hate... <laughs> wow, that's fucked I don't up, hate, man. <laughs> I don't hate Ginger right now. He is what he is. You know. You know at, this at this point, they've beat me down so much that I don't even have a fucking passionate hatred for Ginger. I'm just like, oh, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather see him than Elias. That's yeah. true, right? <laughs> he also fucked up the claws, but that might have just been Jeff Hardy not wanting to take it. Yeah. 
I kind of, like, it, it had been long enough since I had seen the Colossus that I didn't remember. I was like, has it always been shitty looking, or did he fuck it up? Well, it's supposed to be a Cobra Clutch sleeper drop, but they couldn't, like, set it. I don't know. Whatever. Um, okay, so you're going, John, you're going with... I'm going with Drew, just because I think Drew Drew and Jinder are going to have a program before Jinder moves back to the mid-card. And Ginger, you went with... Bob Lashley. I'm going to say Lashley because I think that's why Strowman's in the match, so Lashley can pin him. Yep. And then Drew can keep chasing. All right. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends against Bailey. John, who you got? Uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, there's no reason to take take the belt off of her yet. Like, I... so, Sal, have you have you been reading the titles of these um, matches? By the way, these are WrestleMania Triple Threat match for the WWE Championship. Wow. WrestleMania match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, I didn't do the gimmick because I figured it would get old by match four. Yeah, that that makes it even better. <laughs> Okay, WrestleMania match for SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca versus Bailey. Go. <laughs> the E S T. Yeah. Because right now, while she holds that title, she's gonna go un. Ugh. <laughs> Thank you. That was the appropriate response. Uh, but yeah, I'm also picking Bianca because. It's- Babyface Champ 101. Line him up and let her knock him down. Yep. That being said, I'm looking forward to the match. Should be good. Yeah. If if they give him like 12 minutes at least. I mean, there's such a small number of matches. You have to assume it's going to get a bit of time. Or they're so. gonna, or they're going like, to spring in some bullshit. <laughs> like Luckily, Bianca and Bailey hasn't had too much bullshit around it unless like Sasha returns or something, but um <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see these these girls get twelve to fifteen, and I think it'll be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bailey, I mean, I understand that that in in the wrestling business, whatever you're given, you need to excel at. But but Bailey took the ball and ran with it for like a good year and a half, and then at WrestleMania they were just like, uh, want to get beat up by the Bellas? <laughs> Oh right, so bad. I kind of, I kind of blocked that out of my memory. Yep, same here. I know. I don't want to be one of those people that are like Bailey deserves better. Like, you do what you're told. At the end of the day, I get it. But yeah, let's hope she has a, she gets to have a good match this this Sunday. I mean, at least that outrage would be directed at someone who's talented. Unlike fucking like when people freak out when Naomi doesn't get everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, you might as well be up there saying give Lana a chance. Like, they have many, many times. Like, I'd rather rather see Lana in a match than Naomi. I mean, they're both about the same uh, talent level at this point. (laughs) Like, uh, Lana at least doesn't do the stupid fucking kicks that are one of my least favorite moves in all of wrestling. That's because Lana... (laughs) That's because if Lana tried to do that, she'd probably break her ankle. <laughs> Which would be funny. This is true. This is true. Okay. Uh, WrestleMania triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. 
Rhea Ripley defending against Asuka, defending against Charlotte. Anyone? John? John, uh, what do you got? Uh, I've got Rhea because I think that the Shane thing is a swerve and Alexis is a feud with Charlotte. Okay. Ginger? Rhea Ripley. I'm also going to say Rhea. And I think Alexa's actually going to feud with Asuka. Cost her the match. Rhea pins Asuka. And then Charlotte gets to chase Rhea and be like, you didn't beat me. I mean, Asuka's definitely getting pinned. Like, that's the yep. lock of the night. Yep, that's about right. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're saving fucking Rhea and Charlotte for Mania again. <clears throat> Dude, I, I don't know. You got to understand with, with the W. <laughs> Sometimes Vince likes to cash his checks early because he just, you know, he's got no patience, especially as he gets older. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can totally see them doing Rhea and Charlotte at fucking Money in the Bank. Never even, and then they'll just do it over and over again until we get to SummerSlam. <laughs> Let's ha- Like they did with Owens and Reigns. Let's have four fucking matches in a row. <laughs> At least there were all good matches with Owens and Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's true. Although with with Rhea and Charlotte, we might get good matches. That's fair. But I don't know. All right, WrestleMania tag team match for SmackDown Tag Team Championships: uh, The Dirty Dicks, Rudolphin versus La Familia de Mysterios, Ray and Dominic. Uh, Ginger, who you got? Um. I'm saying the Dirty Dicks. John? Unfortunately, I think Dom's going to get his first taste of uh, championship gold. Oof. Uh, it, you know, you know so, it's bad when uh, when I'm rooting for fucking Dolph Ziggler. But. So fucking true. So it's kind of a toss-up because... Yes, I can see them eventually putting the titles on Ray and Dominic. Do they do it right away in their first match? Uh, I mean, they got to build something, right? They can't just put the belts on them. No, I'm going to say the Dirty Dicks retain. Okay. Uh, WrestleMania match for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. John. There's no fucking chance Cesaro wins this. Ginger. Same. I think he'll have a good showing. Yeah, it'll be a good match. Strong showing. Um, and whether it's Jay, whether it's Jimmy, or whether it's just the fucking uh, guillotine choke, one way or the other, Cesaro's going down. And uh, I will say, unlike in the feud with Owens, where, like, by the end of it, Actually, honestly, throughout most of it, I wanted to see Owens win. I think it's a little early for Cesaro. It is. I'm wondering if there's a way, and especially with Money in the Bank coming up, there's definitely a way. But what I'd love to see them do is for this match to get Cesaro over. Not for him to go over. Right, right. But for him to get people behind him and be like, oh, man, I really want him to be Roman. Like, mm-hmm. give me a compelling reason and a compelling chance for Cesaro to have a rematch. But, yeah, the first time out there losing, it's fine. 
Um, and that leaves us with our lonely one and only match. WrestleMania Lumberjack match. <laughs> Damian Priest versus The Miz. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Ginger, what do you got? Uh, Priest, because this is the split between Morrison and Miz. <clears throat> there. John? Which, uh, who wins is not the fans, but also also <laughs> Damian Priest. And John Morrison, if he gets to finally stop being, like, carrying around the al- albatross that is The Miz. But... Now, 100% agree with you that The, Mil- the Miz is was and always has been an albatross that people constantly just have to have him like in their fucking title picture or program and it's just like ugh. but the thing with john morrison if he breaks out on his own the moist scene wwe superstar in history mm, no i don't know if i'm on board with that <laughs> i'm hoping that shit falls off with the Miz. Like that would be great. Well yeah, that's the thing. What if what if Morrison becomes a baby face? Well yeah. I mean I feel like that's how that would go. Because yeah. like people yeah, but are a, gonna cheer the No, Miz that's the point. thing. But a baby face doesn't call himself Johnny Drip Drip. <laughs> yeah he does. Uh, depends on how. I mean Raw needs fucking baby faces. This is true. They've got like they've got Drew and they've got Damian Priest that's pretty much it. Problem with um, wow, they really don't have anyone else, do they? Unless you count the new day, but they're dicks. I was gonna say Orton at this point because Riddle. I think they actually could flip Sheamus pretty easily. I was just gonna say, wait, who's the United States champion? That I remember it was Sheamus. Uh, just because like he's re- he he wrecks people and people like it when people wreck people. I think I think he could turn Sheamus face more easily than a lot of the roster. But sure, um, obviously they you know they're gonna try something with Carrillo, but I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna be a good babyface, you have to be entertaining on the mic, and he just really doesn't bring anything. I would assume if Keith Lee ever comes back, he'll oh yeah. As Easily. like you know, um, yeah, like you said, right now, Priest Riddle was there. To be honest, Riddle is still probably one of the most watched segments on Raw because yeah. people are just—he's got that thing where people are like, "I want to see what he says next," <laughs> or what he doesn't say when he's just like, yeah, "Oh, when no. he forgot his lines and just scootered off." <sighs> Dude, that was the greatest thing ever, but also for like the worst reasons. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. We're live, pal. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Uh, real quick, I know this match had been kicked off of Backlash, which tells you what, what they think of this match. But any predictions for Naya and Shayna versus no, it's uh, not Talia? A part of, it's not a part of the pay-per-view. We're not, we're so, not even predicting but, it. Nobody gives a shit about that match. Okay, prediction is no one will give a shit. And um, I think that's 100% fair prediction. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Uh, so, go ahead and click that submit button, ladies and gentlemen. And also on our website, you can vote on the AEW Hottest Female Tournament. Uh, Shanna defeated Jade Cargill twenty-two to twenty-one. 
Wow, for real? One vote separated Holy those two. Holy shit. Uh, That's an upset. Jade Cargat was ranked uh, kind of high, I believe, and Shannon was, Shannon yeah. was a play-in. Uh, so please go and vote for the current match, Thunder Rosa versus Katrina, Katarina Perez. Ginger, by looking at those pictures on the on RundownWrestling.com, who you got? Let's see. Oh, uh, Thunder Rosa. John? Uh, uh, would agree with that. Yeah, Thunder Rosa in a landslide for me. But, I was uh, a little I, surprised to see that she wore the makeup in one of them. Nice. <laughs> uh, Catalina yes, Perez, yes. she's got that thickness, and I'm down for thickness. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, but she, uh, she just kind of falls short, I guess you could say, of, uh, of Thunder Rosa. <laughs> so, again, guys, please go vote. Every vote counts, ladies and gentlemen, because people power. Yeah, apparently every every vote really counts because one vote decided that Jade was going to be eliminated in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yikes! So go to uh, rundownwrestling.com, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and cast your vote. Let your voices be heard. Pick the hottest woman in AEW. We did it a couple years ago. We picked the hottest woman in WWE, who is, of course, Alexa Bliss. Now that was before Scarlett joined the roster, but. I mean, I, I I was I was pushing pushing for Liv Morgan back then. I I don't blame you, and I remember that. Um, I was uh, I was torn. There was Peyton Royce up in that tournament. There was Mandy Rose. There there was a lot of very very gorgeous women. But very, I had no problem with Alexa Bliss winning. Very very many gorgeous ladies. Yes, hundred percent. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. I want to thank my uh, my host, my co-host, Ginger. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hey, no problem. Appreciate you having me. John, great to have you back, buddy. Welcome back. Uh, it's good to be back and to think about something other than my fucking life. <laughs> there you go. There's nothing like distraction. Works every time. Mm-hmm. Misdirection. And to everybody... Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I guess we will smack your ass raw next week. Bye-bye. This is the part where I say something. All right, cool. See what, see what harm you can do. Hey, yo, no, 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 chest no, 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 Take what's mine, no, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell. No, no, chest no, Take what's mine, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell. Hey, yo, 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 hey,
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>